This is Fletch, and I want to welcome you to episode 26 of the Mango Times podcast. This is an episode I'm calling Life is Good, where we dive back down the Fletchifesto. And again, the Fletchifesto is my personal manifesto uh, that I have just written out a bunch of quotes and ideas that I love, that I choose to live by. Matter of fact, I started this episode a little differently this time. You see, we didn't have our normal intro, and that was with a Jimmy Buffett's uh, Breathe In, Breathe Out, Move On. It's one of those songs that just kind of captures the idea of life is good. And so I'm really excited about this episode. I'm drinking a nice hot cup of my 2020 WTF blend. Uh, Very excited to have uh, some guests on this show. I have my daughter, Abby, and my 90-year-old father. We call him Pop-Up. So we're going to be uh, talking about life is good with them, and uh, we'll have a link to the Fletchifesto in the show notes for you. But before we get started, uh, last episode, discover the glory of God, discovering the glory of God through walking. Uh, one of the things that's happened since then was that my wife has challenged me uh, with a new app. It's called the Conqueror app. You can find it on any of your smartphones in their uh, their app stores. Uh, but this is an app that allows you to challenge one another uh, through walking, running, hiking, swimming, whatever it is. We we choose to use walking. Uh, and you can choose a um, a challenge, okay? So you can choose like the Camino de Santiago, the Grand Canyon. There's an Alps to the ocean. And, and there are different miles set up for each of these. And they're actual, you know, trekked out distances that you would actually walk on these adventures. So we chose the Hadrian's wall challenge, which is essentially walking from coast to coast in Northern England. I think it's about 90 miles. The one we're doing, and there are different distances for all of them. Um, now it is a paid app. You do pay for the challenge and essentially it's like paying for a gym membership. You're paying to take part in a challenge. And, uh, you know, when my wife first got to me, I'm why are we paying for this? Why don't we just walk? But I'm going to tell you why. Um, and I'm gonna tell you why you'll love it. Um, as you walk along the challenge, as we've walked along the Hadrian's wall challenge at certain points, there, there are key outpostings where a postcard is generated and it gets emailed to you. And it's like, welcome to heading on the wall. And it tells you about that location. It tells you about why, um, that's the only remaining section of the wall in town and, and just little different, uh, details. So my wife said, it's, you know, of course I'm going to love this app because it's history and it's exercise. It's just a, a fun way to challenge yourself. It's also real time tracking. They use Google maps. So you can see where you are this morning. When I got to the office, I noticed that I was, uh, at an actual place where the wall is still existing. I'm walking down a trail. Um, so I look on the, the Google map, you know, after I've checked in now, you don't actually need to check in. It actually tracks me through my Apple watch. It'll track you through your, um, whatever it is you use your fit, uh, Fitbit or your, I, I think there's some other Garmin trackers and things like that, but, uh, whatever it is you use, it, it syncs automatically and then you can create a team. So my wife and I are on a team and we can see where we are walking and, you know, talk to each other about where we are on the 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 trek. So, um just as a a follow-up to discovering the glory of God through walking, that's been super fun. 
I didn't get any comments this week on that episode. I didn't get any uh, uh, Apple podcast reviews or comments as well. But I just want to encourage you, if you want to talk to me, if you want to tell me what you think about an episode, you want to use your voice and have it be on the Mango Times podcast, head on over to themangotimes.com, hit the Let's Connect button. You can email me your comments. They can be written words, or you can actually upload an audible uh, response. And I'll, I'll play it here on the show if you want me to. Likewise, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a review. You can just, you know, choose the one through five stars. I don't care. I'd love five, but you can choose whatever you want. That that gets the podcast out there. So if you're listening on your smartphone, just head on over right now and you can leave a review. Um, anyhow, so if we would love to hear from you and I would love to uh, talk more about what I'm saying and how that's hitting you in your world. Um, so before we get started with this episode, let's take a quick break I have a little song I'm going to uh, intro the podcast to, and I think you're going to like it. Look for the good in everything. Look for the people who will set your soul free. It always seems impossible until it's done. Look for the good in everyone. All right, that's the song, Look for the Good. You might recognize the artist as Jason Mraz. That came off of his new album. I think it's a perfect song to kind of kick this off. Like, look for the good. Just look for the good out there. You know, um, the Fletchifesto, I, I put this together. It's an actual visual document. You can go on themangotimes.com and find the Fletchifesto. And you can see I laid out uh, all these comments, these thoughts, these quotes that I like to live by. And, uh, you know, it's really no doubt that life is good would make it. Um, I drape myself in at least one piece of clothing from the life is good company. Uh, A few years ago, I gave out the life is good book uh, to a lot of friends and family and coworkers. Um, I love this quote and it's no doubt that it would make it on the Fletcherfesto. Also, it's no doubt that we should talk about it. We're one year in to a global pandemic. And um, I just think, um, more than ever, we need to talk about the goodness in life because there's been so much focus on the negativity. Um, and so we're going to talk about that today. This one is really simple for me. You know, this focus on good versus the bad, that must somehow be deep in my DNA because I fundamentally believe that life is good. And I am on a crusade to communicate that to people around me. You know, it's how I greet folks on the trail uh, with positivity, the patients that I treat in my office, my family, my kids, my friends, anyone I come across. In fact, because I'm typically wearing like a life is good hat or a life is good shirt, or I have a sticker on my car, you know, like I said, I have a book in my hand. um, I like to think that I'm saying this before I even open my mouth. So um, to say it's a goal to begin every day with a positive, optimistic outlook on life. Um, that would just be selling it short. So I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm purposely using the words goal and crusade because it absolutely astonishes me how often people will extinguish this flame of positivity. Um, I, I think the world has just been full of people who focus on the negative. And then I think seated right next to them are people in my life who love to school me 
uh, on the theology of sin, that, you know, sin is rampant, and uh, how can you be so positive? Or they like to, you know, point out their belief that I'm just wearing rose-colored glasses, and I'm not seeing reality. Um, You know, I think about even since high school, every job interview I've had, or every time I've applied for a position at like the university um, or worked on a team, you know, sometimes you're asked a question and it's something like this. Um, What, what is the type of person that annoys you, Fletch? And for almost 40 years, my answer has always been the same. It's negative people. I just can't understand why someone would begin their day or a project or, or their journey or their relationships from a negative position. And more than anything, this will just take the wind out of my sails. It will, it'll literally change my countenance when I'm dealing with someone and suddenly they just, you know, well, and they come in with this negative position and it just like deflates me. I'm like, well, all right, I'm just going to move on because I'm choosing positivity. And it's not like I'm moving on, like that's it with you. It's, it's just that, come on, let's, let's start with a positive and then let's, deal with it along the way. So let me make two points to get started here. And the first one is right about that. It's that I'm not ignoring reality. You know, uh, my wife likes to tell me all the time, she's like, I'm a realist. I'm just dealing with reality. I get it. Like, I understand that life can be very hard. And there are many people who are dealing with enormous struggles. That's what I'm saying. During this time, this one year anniversary of this global pandemic, I get it. I get that life's hard. I get you know, we have people have lost jobs, people have lost family members, people have lost health, um, finances, homes. I get it. It's real. Those are really, really hard things. I guess what I'm just saying is that in the midst of all that, in the midst of all your life and struggles, it's about how you're going to position yourself with your attitude. And uh, it just reminds me of a, a gentleman who was captured during the Vietnam War. And he was a prisoner and his job, he was assigned to cleaning out the prison sewer every day. And so he was just down in the muck and the smell of this sewer. And people asked him, how did you survive? Um, and he said, I just recalled that I survived every day with a positive attitude. I just looked at what God had given me. And he said, I went on to just sing great hymns because no one came down to the sewer to bother him. He took the job willingly. And he got to just praise God um, in the midst of this filth and this muck. So, you know, whether it's cancer survivors where you've heard these stories or widows who have lost a spouse, there are just many folks out there who choose to face misery with positivity. So I just want to start off the bat. In, In case you're wondering, you know, oh, well, Fletch, you're just not a realist. I am a realist. I get it. It's just a position of attitude. And I think that's where we'll take our first break for an interview with a guest. Uh, It's not actually an interview. I just asked my daughter, Abby. She's uh, a 21-year-old getting ready to graduate from college, young woman. She lives in Southern California. And she answered this question, why is life as good? So let's take a listen to her. I think what makes life good is the fact that we have sort of opportunity every day. Every day we have an opportunity and we have a second chance, endless amounts of chances to make our life better and make ourselves better and make someone else's life better. Um, 
because I think there's a lot of the things that are good about life are people and experience and things like going to the beach and sitting in the sun or deciding to skip work and go do something fun or going on a hike with your family or having a really great conversation or sitting in silence with someone you love like all of those things are are what makes a day or a life good and I think it's because we have opportunity to choose to choose that and we have opportunity to choose to be the best we can be and we have opportunity to make our life the best we can be with what we have so that looks different I think for so many people and and I think it's different because we all have different like capacities and different lives that but I think ultimately what makes life good is the fact that we have an opportunity to make it what we want with what we have and an opportunity to wake up every day and say this is what I want to do with my day this is how I want to make my day good and someone else's day good and this is you know no matter what yesterday looks like or what tomorrow might look like it sounds very cheesy but no matter what happened yesterday no matter what happens tomorrow I I can choose today to make my life the best it can be or and we get that opportunity every day every second we have this opportunity and sort of second chance so that's my answer all right so abby if you pay attention to the enneagram she's a type seven on the enneagram so of course all dogs go to heaven of course it's always positive uh, that's part of who she is. That's part of who she's dialed into becoming. And as she's growing in her type sevenness and recognizing who she is, I love that her response is that every day we have an opportunity um, to make ourselves or our lives better. You know, and, and you know, life is good. It's really about people and experiences, and it's op- this opportunity to just choose to be the best or to choose to offer the best, um, in your life choices for yourself and for those around you. So thanks, Abby. I'm glad you made it on the mango times and I'm pleased as punch as your dad to have you here. Um, so the, so the first one, I'm not ignoring reality. Like same with Abby. We're not, we're not saying it doesn't exist. It's just, there's a new opportunity every day to, uh, either, you know, if you're in the Christian faith to give God glory for what he's given you or, or to just enjoy what he's given you. Now, the second point. Let me take a sip of coffee first. This this WTF blend is amazing. Is that good? Um, my second point is that personally, I have a current and acute need to recover my positivity. I think Kendra would tell you, my wife, that um, over the years, I've lost more and more of my positivity. I don't know... Um, what it is, but I used to be the guy, you know, if I stumbled upon a pile of horse shit, um, immediately I began looking for the pony. Um, I just had this knack of just looking beyond the negative for the positive in the situation. I mean, if there's a pile of, of horse droppings, there's gotta be a pony around here somewhere. (laughs) Um, and I know that's like this, this potential to always see the positive in a situation, but I don't know what happened in my life. Um, maybe it was just life. Maybe it was the world or, or dentistry. Um, cause you know, my career is based on people coming in with pain and problems. And my job is to solve that. Um, I don't know if it's pessimistic people, but something got in there 
and began to dim my outlook on life. Maybe it's just age and experience. Maybe I've become more of a realist. Um, but like I said before, um, positivity is that wind that powers the sails of my life. Um, and over the past few years, I think my sails have been found flapping without a breeze on a lot of days. So I decided I needed to make a change. That's part of the Fletcher Festo was to just put it in front of my eyes every day. The life is good crusade for me. It's on. I want to be a spokesman for positivity. Um, and so that gets me to my second guest. Um, and this one is really special. This is my 90 year old dad. Um, his name is Joe. Uh, so we have pop-up Joe and we have little Joe and both of them regularly remind me that life is good. Uh, little Joe would be a crazy guest on the podcast, but big Joe pop-up is pretty amazing. So uh, let's listen to what he had to say about why life is good. What it is, it's a, it's a positive statement. Uh, you know, it's um, the minute you hear it, you know, you either are with it or you're against it, but it's positive and, um, and, and it's one of uh, satisfaction. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes like when you're, you get done with a, a chore or something you accomplished and you really feel good about it and you sit in a stressless chair or you light up a pipe here in a smoke shop and uh, you just say, you know, life's good. And it, it's kind of a relaxing thing that uh, lets you know that you've accomplished something and you feel good about it. And, uh, of course, if you have Jesus in your life, <laughs> that uh, goes without answer. Uh, things are, uh, you're way ahead of the game here on that. Because um, he eliminates all of the stresses you have in life and um, the mundane things that clutter your um, everyday um, going on. But um, just remember that Jesus is your best friend, so <laughs> you always got somebody backing you up. And it's really a great way to get through uh, the rest of your life. But, you know, uh, Life's Good reminds me of, I think, when you were first introduced to it. And, and you probably remember this story. But it was um, early in your life. You were probably about five or six or something like that. And you, you came in the house. You, you know, you're really crying your heart out about that um, neighborhood uh domestic terrorists we had. You remember old, um, what was her name? Um, Jackie Fournay, that's who it was. And she had a way of, you know, terrorizing the small kids like yourself. And you were crying and mom was, had you sit down on the steps and trying to figure out what the problem was. And you were telling us how Jackie called you the F word. And holy crap, mom got all excited, went right out there and grabbed the hold of Jackie and was going to ream a new one for her when, um, uh, she sent her on home and said that's no kind of conversation she should be having with other smaller children and things such as that. So uh, mom uh, talked you all through it, you know, and calmed you down. And um, with that, uh, after she told you that they, they shouldn't say the F word and it's not nice and it's not nice for girls, not nice for, for boys, it's not nice for anyone to talk about. And then you said, uh, yeah, I know. Besides, I'm not a fart. <laughs> oh, man, that changed the whole um, subject right there. We'll go out there and give little Jackie Fournay a little hug around her neck. But uh, 
the uh, I remember that time because uh, you were looking right ma at mom and you said, I like you. And you looked at me and you said, I like you. And then you pointed yourself and, and I like me. And you know, I like to think that uh, that was your first introduction to uh, life's good. And uh, you've been success successful at it in business, church, family. So keep up the good work. And every time I see it or hear it, I'll think of nothing but you. You know, my dad is, um, he is a, he is a spokesman for positivity. He has been. He tends to see the positive around him always. He's an encourager um, of people. He can, he can take the worst part of your life and turn it around. And just spending time with him uh, as he smokes his pipe or drinks a cup of coffee, he can really uh, show you the positive aspects of life. I love that little story at the end, too. Um, that one's been told often around our house. Um, but just this, this concept that, you know what? I like you <laughs> and I like you, uh, just this, this part of my life when I saw as a kid that I just tended to look for the positive in people. All right. So as we wrap up this episode, I, I don't just want to talk about life is good. I want to bring this down to a little practical level for us and encourage you with something. Um, for those of you, uh, that are, um, people of faith, I want to actually turn this around and look at like, how does God want us to respond to the concept of life is good or positivity? And I'm going to use this section out of a book I've been listening to. It's called Soul Keeping by John Ortberg. And I'm just going to share this audible section for you. I hope it encourages you to go listen to the whole book. But this section is on benediction and on blessing. And I think you're going to like it. So let me just play it for you and I'll be right back. In Jesus' day, every devout Israelite would pray what was called the 18 benedictions. There's the root word again, bene, good, plus diction, words, speech. A benediction was good words. In Hebrew, a benediction was any prayer that began with the word bless. In the morning when they woke up, they would pray 18 times, blessed are you, God. At night, before they went to bed, they would pray 18 times, Blessed are you, God. In the middle of the day, they would pause and pray the 18. Blessed are you, Lord, who abundantly forgives. The Hebrew benedictions connected the gift with the giver. It reminded the citizens of Israel that all that was good came from God. They were training for gratitude, and they loved doing this because they knew life with God was the good life. They would pray the 18 an extra time on the Sabbath because they loved the Sabbath so much. They fully knew who provided the good life, and their souls were grateful. The Hebrew term for gratitude is hikarat hatav, which means literally recognizing the good. That's what sustains your soul. That's what lifts you beyond yourself and into God's presence. All right, so what the author is saying there is this idea of starting every day with a blessing, like recalling the fact that life is good because God gave it to us. Regardless of the circumstance, we can ask for God's blessing over our day. So I want to challenge you with something. The author challenges um, the reader, and I'm going to challenge you with the same thing. Now, let's just frame this in, yes, we realize everything is is upended this year, right? It's been a hard year. Um, we've been 
put into our homes. We've been asked to socially distance. We've been asked to not meet and all these things. Well, let's, let's take this opportunity to respond. And I'd like you to think of one person who's been a blessing in your life. And I'd love for you just to jot a note, just write a note, a handwritten note and say, you know what? You've been a blessing in my life. Um, life is good. My life is good because you're in it. And I just want to put this down in paper and tell you why. And let's use this as a benediction or a blessing over them to talk about how they've impacted your life. Can you do that for me? I'd love to hear your comments. I'd love to hear what you think about this. Go ahead and tell me I'm, I'm not a realist. That's fine. I've heard that before. Go ahead and, and tell me uh, why <laughs> this is hard for you, why you struggle with it. That's okay. I'm used to that. Um, I'm going to come back with more positivity uh, than you've ever heard. I'm going to encourage you in the midst of that. If you need encouragement from Fletch, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can go on to the mangotimes.com. You can go to the Let's Connect tab. Uh, you can send me an email from there. You can send me an Audible file. You can find me on any of the socials at the Mango Times. Um, yeah, and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear kind of what the follow-up was for you on this. Um, I would encourage you uh, every day to go out and quietly make some noise. And since I started this episode with some Jimmy Buffett, um, the music's coming in now. We're going to finish with Jimmy Buffett. Um, this is from the song, Quietly Making Noise. You guys uh, have a great day. Be blessed. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to The Mango Times. Mango Times.